This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's do our podcast for November. We'll look at the trout fishing, the potential we have here, and then we'll look at the bass fishing that can be had in November. I get some outstanding midge fishing in November in the delayed harvest streams here, some of the larger stock streams and some of the larger stock streams around the state surrounding Virginia. These hatches are usually at their best on a heavily overcast day or late in the evening when the light is getting low. Now this is a small fly. Frequently I will actually see rising trout working on these before I am aware of the midges being hatching. Does that make sense? I'll see the trout and look closely and say what's going on and all of a sudden they're the midges. Now some of these trout are going to feed on the adult. That's the guy sitting on top of the water. They really exert a good action to get these. They come up and they suck that under. So when you see a trout feeding on a midge hatch and all you're aware of is that little tiny dimple that he creates, he is taking the adult off the surface of the water. Now I do well on that with the Mr. Rapidan dry midge in a size 20 fished on a 9 foot uh, 7x classic leader. Now, some of the trout, maybe close by the surface feeder, is going to be feeding on the emergers. These are midges hatching off underneath, coming to the surface, and what happens, they'll, the trout will rush to get them. And we're aware of a splashy rise form. Now, what they're doing, they're chasing that emerging midge up through the water column. The inertia of their body causes that splash or the swirl or all that kind of thing. And some people say, oh, they're jumping. No, they're not jumping. They're coming after it, and the inertia of their body actually throws them out. Now, when I see those guys feeding on the emerging midge, I use a 16 Brassy or a 16 Mr. Rapidan Olive Soft Tackle. This is very effective. Where I see those swirls, that kind of thing, I'll cast that fly about oh, three feet up above it and then just lift it gently, the old Lissering lift. Jim Lissering was one of the most capable fishermen we ever had, Pennsylvania boy, and he would just lift that up and they, all those trout would come chasing it right to the surface. Now, occasionally, you'll see a pod of maybe, might have a, a dozen trout out there feeding, and some of them are going to be feeding on the emergers and some of them are feeding on the dries. What I do on those situations... I fish the two-fly rig. I'll put a Mr. Rapidan dry midge, size 20, on a 9-foot 6X classic leader. And then I'll put a Mr. Rapidan Olive soft tackle and about a 16 on a 24-inch 7X dropper below that. Does that make sense now? I've got the dry on top, 24-inch 7X 
mono coming off the bend of that hook with an improved clinch and then I'll fish the uh, the soft tackle back there and when I'm fishing these I impart a very very slow downstream twitching action to that this is very effective and you'll take them on the dry and you'll also take them on the uh, on the emerger now this is very exciting action especially this time of the year so just take advantage of it keep an eye out for them and as i say sometime i'll see a several fish rising before it dawns on me that they're really working on midges so basically go ahead fish whatever you're normally fishing but once you see those fish coming up then think maybe they're working on midges okay let's look at the bass situation i do well in sometimes in november on the smallmouth what i fish are the pools that are 100 to 150 feet long up and down up and down the, the river now there would be a ledge coming all the way across the river right here 150 feet upstream another ledge going across there well what these fish have done they've come out of the shallow banks and they're moving out into these pools if you want to call them that that are sort of locked in between those ledges in water from three up to about six feet deep now what I do on those guys I go to the downstream ledge I cast upstream and fan my cast throughout the, all the water up above me, all I can reach. I might go all the way across the river doing this, and this will take a lot of bass. I had Charlie Waterman up here not so long ago, and we got into some wonderful fishing in these, so to speak, locked-in ledges. And if catch all the fish in there you want and now if you can if it's shallow enough that you can wade up into that cut between the ledges go for it if it's too deep to go up the middle of the river then move over the side and keep working your way up the river then probably not far away there's going to be another ledge and a ledge 100 feet apart and there's going to be bass feeding in there between now I find that it's right critical to select the right fly for this. Since I'm stripping this back just a little faster than the current is pushing it, I find that flies tied with marabou, for instance a woolly booger, they collapse down all over themselves and they don't hold together well. I do by far best with the Murray Strength and the Murray's Marauders. These are tied with ostrich harrow. They don't collapse down over themselves like a marabou fly, but just fan those flies up over all the water you can work and then go on up and up and up. This is exciting fishing, and once you get into two or three, there could easily be another dozen nice bass in that same cut. So systematically cover everything that's available in that water and this can be some outstanding fishing for this month. Thank you a whole lot for listening to this. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. If you have any questions on any of this, just ring me at the Fly Shop, 540-984-4212. Thank you very much.